I'm waking up, I'm flooding my body with nutrients. So instead of focusing on prior to, I was focusing on what do I need to remove? Now my whole mindset is what can I add? Like what can I add to make me feel absolutely amazing today? And that's what I focus on, whether that's certain hydration or you know a green juice powder or protein or veggies or lots of fruits and all the different nutrients that my body thrives on. And so it's more so um, now intuitively knowing what makes me feel best. When it came to eating and dieting, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I interviewed over a thousand women and I said, what did you do? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What did you eat? How'd you do it? If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, The Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode, and I'm so excited. Today's guest is Maggie Berghoff, and she helps men and women all over the world find balance in their body and minds. She's the creator of Total Body Blueprint Immersion, which is a head-to-toe specialty laboratory testing program that helps people have, helps Maggie determine a plan to help you reach your health and wellness goals. So tell us a little bit about your own health journey and what helped you, what kind of drove you to kind of start this business? Yeah, so uh, I'm a nurse practitioner by trade. So I was trained in, from Vanderbilt University in like a traditional medical model. At the end of my schooling, my senior year of college actually, so even before nurse practitioner training, I was super into health and wellness and fitness, right? Like I was the image of health, wellness, and fitness, but inside my body, a bunch of imbalances were happening that I had no idea were were going on until finally one day my body stopped compensating for these imbalances and I started to get crazy symptoms, um, previously healthy, that were really mind-blowing to me. And when I went to the doctor to try to figure out what was going on with me, because I was so bloated after eating healthy meals. I was so tired, even though I was sleeping all night long. Uh, my skin, my hair was looking unhealthy. I mean, just the symptoms were um, unbelievable. I, my weight gain was skyrocketing when I had never had a weight type of complication in the past. So I went to my traditional doctors. They said, everything looks normal. And I'm sitting here like super unhealthy, gained a bunch of weight saying like, no, everything is not normal. This is not my normal baseline. This is not who I am. And so through that discovery of trying to figure out what the heck is going on inside my body is when I found what's called functional medicine. And functional medicine, what I found was really addressing the internal imbalances of the body and knowing how to fix it rather than what my doctors were telling me is, hey, you just have to kind of deal with this thing now. And you're just going to have this, like this thing is just a part of your story, part of your life for the rest of your life it addresses the underlying issues functional medicine does so I can fix that thing. So I know what that thing is and I can work to fix it. And that's what really got me into this, um, this realm of how I now address the health of my clients as opposed to prior to this when I was just, you know, giving them pills for all of their symptoms that they came in for. Now, this is a question I like to ask all of my guests that come on the show. Walk us through a day in the life of Maggie. Like, what did you eat yesterday? When did you eat it? And are there any certain foods that you have kind of off limits or that you avoid? 
So when the, a day in the life of Maggie is very different now than when I was healing my body of all of the stuff that was going on, all the autoimmune disease and inflammation. So talk about that first. So let's first talk about when you were really trying to heal your body. Hey, this is your plan. And then now this is your plan. So when I was trying to heal my body, I, there was a period of time, a small period of time where I was pretty, I guess, strict, right? So I did not drink alcohol. I did not have gluten. I actually, I did not eat grains. Even like very organic, perfect sprouted brown rice would make my symptoms flare up. So I actually took out all grains, um, dairy. I eliminated sugar for the most part. I was pretty tuned in with my nutrition um, habits. I really tried to eat pretty um, high quality foods and I did restrict those things for about a few months. And then once my body started to clear that inflammation and that the inflammation wasn't coming in anymore from those foods, because food was one of the big triggers for me, my body actually started to rev up and able, be able to heal itself. So then over time, my food intolerances and my gut started to clear up so that my body could handle the things again. And so now, now that everything's back to normal, my Hashimoto's is absolutely reversed. Like my labs values are pristine. I'm feeling really great. Now I'm able to eat pretty intuitively and moderately with, um, I don't eat and I don't purchase a lot of grains, a lot of dairy, hardly any processed food. However, if I'm at a family barbecue or Thanksgiving dinner, I don't have to be as, um, I guess strict. I hate the word strict, but that's kind of what a lot of people will identify with. I don't have to be as cognizant as what I'm putting into my body at all times. So I would say the majority of the time now, I'm waking up, I'm flooding my body with nutrients. So instead of focusing on prior to, I was focusing on what do I need to remove? Now my whole mindset is what can I add? Like what can I add to make me feel absolutely amazing today? And that's what I focus on, whether that's certain hydration or you know a green juice powder or protein or veggies or lots of fruits and all the different nutrients that my body thrives on. And so it's more so um, now intuitively knowing what makes me feel best. All right, well, let's jump right into the listener questions. This first one is from May in Virginia. I'm a busy 26-year-old working lady. Oh, I'm a busy 26-year-old working lady with a pretty active lifestyle. I try to work out at least once a day. And when I'm not busy at work or at the gym, I'm usually out and about. My diet is pretty healthy and I'm not a very big alcohol drinker. I would like to think I get enough sleep at night about seven to eight hours. My question is, during the day, I'm so exhausted, I could literally fall asleep at any of my work meetings. Am I living too much of an active lifestyle? I literally feel like I always have to be moving or on the go or else I could fall asleep standing up. Help, May in Virginia. Okay, so May, it's not that you're living too much of an active lifestyle, right? We want to be active. But there's obviously some, there are some imbalances going on in your body. And this was exactly my story. I was super fit, active, high achiever, and then I crashed. And your body's telling you right now, oh my gosh, we're about to crash. That afternoon fatigue, that's your body saying something's not right here. Your body's working in overdrive, whether that be through, you know, all the tasks that you're thinking about, or maybe toxins that you're putting inside your body via food or hygiene products or things that you're smelling right? So your body, even though you're getting that good quality seven to eight hours of sleep is not able to have the energy to capacity to heal, to run and to excel throughout the day. 
So the very first piece of advice I would say, what helped me most is getting specialty functional medicine test, testing done on your body. So there are comprehensive tests that you can get. It's not like traditional medicine. So when I was going through traditional medicine and when a lot of my clients go to traditional medicine doctors or practitioners, they're getting things like a CBC, maybe a thigh, like a, they get a thyroid panel. It's just TSH normally, maybe T4. So it's not actually full thyroid panel. Um, but seek out a functional medicine or an integrated medicine practitioner who can go deeper into looking at your nutrient levels, your gut health. Um, is your sleep really, like even though you're getting seven to eight hours, is it actually great quality sleep, right? It's not just about quantity. Looking into food intolerances and finding out why it is that your body is starting to crash before it gets worse. That's my biggest piece of advice there. Awesome. Okay, this next one is from Becky in Florida. Recently, I've put on about 25 extra pounds. I've been so down on myself about it, it almost feels like I'm slipping into a depression. It started to affect my work and life. I've really trying to been eating healthy and make it to the gym three times a week, but sometimes I can't even talk myself into getting out of bed. I've always been a happy-go-lucky person, but I've seemed like I've lost that. Do you have any tips to help me out of this slump? I really don't want it to get worse, Becky in Florida. Well, the first thing is knowing that you're in that slump. The next thing I would say is look at the food that you're putting into your body, because we know that your gut health and the foods and nutrients that you're getting is highly connected to depression, anxiety, and stress. And so if you are, you know, a, if you have the ability to notice where that stress, where that anxiety, depression is coming from, in your case, depression, you can stop those offending factors, right? From a mindset perspective. But if you're still putting in the foods that are causing inflammation that are messing up your neurotransmitters, you're still going to be feeling that depression, that slump. So the best thing I can say is to look at your day as a whole. First of all, are you happy? Are there things in your life that are making you unhappy? What do you need to add and what do you need to take away in that perspective to help address those? And then the second thing to think about is the food that you're putting in your body. Is it conducive to disease and depression or is it conducive to energy and vibrant, vibrant life? So look at those two things and ask yourself where the offending factors are coming. What do you need to add? What do you need to take away? and make simple, simple changes that's, that are really going to uh, move the wheel for you in combating this depression before it sinks any lower. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far, but as you know, I've interviewed over a thousand women and every time I've watched a thin eater eat, I realize that maintaining a healthy weight is a skill that can be taught and mastered over time. That's why I created a video course that will teach you all the tips that I learned to help me lose over 30 pounds. It's way more powerful to watch the thin eaters than even to listen or to read it. Go to ChantalRayWay.com video for a free glimpse. If you're wanting to take yourself to the next level, everyone needs a coach. Every professional player has a coach. We want to come alongside you and help you in your journey. Go to ChantalRayWay.com coaching. I just had someone listen to the audiobook three times and she just emailed me and she said by her listening to the audiobook three times, that's what did it. That's what allowed her to really lose the weight. We have an amazing offer for you. It's the second edition of my book, which has tons more information. It has the audiobook, the ebook. It normally runs for $29.99. You can get it today for $4.99. Go to ChantelRayway.com slash deal to get it. Now back to the show. Okay. This next one is from Katie S and she doesn't give 
her location of where she lives. Hi there. Love your podcast. I listen to every episode. I know you've talked about this before, but I'm so sorry. I cannot remember, but does drinking celery juice for breakfast break your fast? I could see it going either way because it's low in calories. So she's talking about intermittent fasting. And if she has a glass of celery juice, does it break her fast? Okay. I have two things to say on this. The first thing is that look at that celery juice. Celery juice is not bad in and of itself. It's not good in and of itself. Is it good for you? So this is a lesson that I've learned, my clients have learned via food intolerance. So I've actually tested, if you look on my Instagram, you'll see I, I put testing results up there. And one of my clients actually had a severe reaction to celery and they were drinking celery juice every morning thinking this was healthy for them. And it was actually the thing causing them all the inflammation. So now that they knew, celery juice was causing inflammation, they took it out and started to get better. So that's the first thing. No, is that really a good habit for you? And then the second thing is with intermittent fasting, I actually wouldn't have the celery juice. I would wait and I would purely have water when you wake up in the morning, um, maybe some bone broth if you do bone broth, but I wouldn't have the celery juice until afterward just to keep a very pure fast going and then break your fast with some really, really good quality foods. Yeah. And celery juice, like, you know, depending on how big the glass is, it's only about 40 to 50 calories. So um, there have been some people who say like, if it's, if whatever you're eating is less than 50 calories, it doesn't yeah. break your fast, but really anything that you eat technically is going to break your fast unless it's a hundred percent pure fat. Yeah. Um, it's going to. So, you know, I, for a while, you know, I read, you know, kind of when celery juice was a big hype, you know, back when it was like celery juice, celery juice, and it was talking about how it really helps with your stomach acid. I was literally juicing an entire celery every single morning. Like it was like rigid routine. And I did it for probably six weeks and, and I was breaking my fast with it because I wouldn't eat lunch and it kind of delayed my, my lunch time. But I think, you know, sometimes people can get like, you know, at the end of the day, like 40 calories of celery juice is not going to like, you know, make this huge, enormous difference. Like what's going to make a difference is what are you eating when you're in your eating window and how much are you actually eating, you know, but, and focus really on that. And if you can, the better way to go would be to just wait, like you said, and just have the celery juice, you know, an hour before you're about to eat. So like if you were going to take it, like a lot of times what I would do is let's say I was going to have my, um, I was going to normally break my fast around one o'clock, maybe at 12 o'clock, I would juice it in the morning, bring the celery juice with me. Then at 12 o'clock, I would have the celery juice. But honestly, I just, I don't know. I don't know how well the celery juice really works. Like, is it, is it a hoax? Does it really work? I don't know. What's your opinion on celery juice in general? So the first thing, it has to be based on you. No one size fits all recommendations or fads or anything like that are good in my mind. So it has to be based on you. Do you need celery juice? Is it inflammatory to you? If not, if celery is totally fine for you, sure, juice it, but also eat it whole, right? Yes. We need all those different nutrients. But make sure that you're getting a varied and diverse diet because we know for certain, like 100%, that to populate the gut, 
properly and to get all the nutrients and the big spectrum of nutrients that we need to stay healthy, to make hormones, to have great brain health, we need a varied and diverse diet. And if you're eating the same thing, drinking the same thing every single day, in and day out, I know people love the structure, but it's not healthy for you. And eventually it's going to catch up. So if you want to do celery juice, it feels really good to you. You love it. You love it. How you feel, do it. But make sure that you're swapping it out. Don't do it every single day as like a dogmatic type of, I have to get my celery juice in thing, right? Yeah, I love that. I mean, you know, celery juice has vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin C. It's got some good, good vitamins that you need. But I agree, like, you know, I love the idea of, I just started ordering this um, box from online that's like these organic vegetables that come to you. Because I can get into this routine myself because I kind of, you know, I like certain things. I kind of eat the same things over and over. And now I got one of those boxes where, you know, they just deliver all this different stuff. And so like a perfect example is they just delivered pears, which I love pears, but I don't, it's not like I go to the grocery store and I'm like, oh, let's grab a pear, right? And so like, it's forcing me to eat pears. It's forcing me to, and I love like roasted beets, but it's forcing me to eat some of these foods that are A, in season, right? Because I believe that like God created certain foods in season for that reason. Like these are nutrients that you need. And so getting things that are in season, I think is a really big deal. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. And so a lot of people don't even realize like why you want to eat in season. Yes, like God created those things at that time, right? But the, the vegetables that are grown in season, they're exposed to the same thing and local. They're exposed to the same things you're exposed to. So they have the exact same climate, the exact same, you know, the temperature, the wind, the light cycles. And so when your body eats those things, your body's able to break down and absorb it easier than if you were, you know, you were in that climate, in that environment, and then you're eating something that's, you know, supposed to be eaten in the summertime, your body doesn't quite have the mechanisms it needs to break that down as easily. And then, yeah, get that box. Like that is the best thing because we do get stuck in our routine. We, many people love their routine, right? And so you go to the store and you get the same vegetables, the same meat, the same protein, like all the same stuff every time. Buried and diverse, the box is awesome. Um, even things like olive oil. If you get olive oil or avocado oil, get a different brand next time because the olives that were made in maybe your fa favorite brand that you usually get, maybe they were made uh, like grown in a farm in California. They were exposed to a whole different types of air, water, minerals, soil, right? Nutrient makeup. So maybe all this from Europe that you get in a different brand next time, they have a whole different spectrum of nutrients for your body. So just swap it up, eat local and eat in season, but also eat diverse from, you know, even different areas all around the world. It's very healthy. Mm. All right. Margaret in Charlottesville. My dad was diagnosed with IBD a few years back and put, was put on a few different medications. Every time he takes his medicine, it seems to help his symptoms for a little while. But then later on, it seems like he has new problems or new symptoms. Some days he won't even take any medication because it seems like it's easier for him to deal with IBD on his own than suffer the side effects from medicine. I really don't think it's smart for him to skip his daily dosage, but it's causing more pain. I don't want that either. Mm -hmm. Should we be looking to switch his medication or is it possibly to take, to completely take him off all medication for this? Margaret in Charlottesville. Okay, Margaret, first of all, I'm sorry that he's struggling with IBD. A lot of my clients do. The thing is, is that that disease, it's just a term that we put as practitioners, we put on symptoms. 
So it's, a, it's just a term that we say, oh, these, this person has these symptoms, let's target this disease. So the medications are just to cover up the symptoms. Ask yourself, like, what is this medication doing? Is it actually healing the IBD so he doesn't have any more? No, it's to help him when he needs for a certain Band-Aid for that symptom. So if you have the, the inner drive and the desire to actually reverse this IBD, it is absolutely possible I've seen it happen. You would just need to work with a functional medicine or an integrated medicine practitioner or a naturopathic practitioner, somebody of that nature, who's going to dig deep to find out why the IBD is present. Why are those symptoms present so that you can reverse it rather than covering it up with those pills? Even natural pills, so even supplementations, I view, I love supplementations. They're really helpful, but it's still oftentimes like a Band-Aid to cover up the symptoms. So first talk real quick for yeah. people who don't, I think people know IBS, okay. they've heard of IBS, but some people haven't heard of IBD, inflammatory bowel disease. So I want you to kind of, for people who don't know what IBD is, discuss that in a little bit more detail. So IBD is basically a gut condition, similar to, to IBS, very similar. So what's different? Yeah, so the difference is that the gut lining is physically inflamed. So you're having the constipation, the diarrhea, the differing of the, um, of the things, but it's just um, more so inflamed, more so notable than IBS, but they are very similar. Okay. Um, so, what would, so what is your advice for her? Well, number one, work with somebody to get the deeper testing, to know why you have it, and then start to reverse it get the offending factors out. So if you have a parasite or heavy metal or toxins coming in at you, or you're eating food that's causing inflammation, get those things out so that the body can kind of, what I say, clear the muddy water and start to function fully. So your body wants to heal. It wants to get well. We just need to give it a little hand in the right direction. And you can do that well knowing, by knowing what those imbalances are and you know helping it out in some of those areas. All right, this next one is from Anonymous. Um, he or she says, I know I have parasites. What is the best treatment for it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, I mean, that, the, that's legitimate. So oh. the very first thing for treatment for parasites, don't get, don't do a detox, not right now. Mm. So most likely, more people, most people. So, so talk about that a little yeah. bit. What, what do you mean by that? So most people, if they think they have parasites or they're like feeling yucky, the first thing that they want to do is go on like some big gut detox, right? And they're taking all the pills and the powders and they're doing all this stuff that can actually make you more sick. So if you have parasites in your body, they're kind of like sleeping, right? And when we activate them to try to detox them, we're releasing all of these toxins, all of these parasites. And if your body's not yet healthy and it doesn't have the energy and the detox pathways activated to then bind the parasites and get rid of them, they're floating away, they're active and angry, they're reabsorbed and they can actually make you more sick. So the first step is to just start with very simple things to start allowing your body to deflame and get healthier. Things like environmental optimization. So like making sure the air you're breathing is right, making sure the food you're eating is great quality, making sure that you're drinking the best quality of water. So you're getting rid of inflammation so the body can start to heal itself. We're rebalancing the gut flora and then we can come in, once you're feeling you know, pretty good, then we can come in with a big detoxification. Now, daily detox is okay. So like things like dry brushing or drinking some lemon water or having that great green juice, but with limited fruit. Those are daily things, infrared sauna that you can be doing. 
But in order to do like a full parasite detoxification cleanse, I definitely recommend that, but not until after you do those first things first. All right, this next one is from Stephanie with No State or City. I love your podcast and your website. And I saw a Facebook post for a link called chantelrayway.com slash hacks. And I got an email of the different hacks you gave, but I want more. Don't get mad when I say this, but what you gave is good, but it just wasn't enough. I want to know what your personal hacks are that really feels like you take yourself to the next level that I could hack getting thin and feeling great. Oh, I love that. My personal favorite hacks that I do is red light therapy. So I have a red light device that I, and I don't know what was all on the email already, but this is what I do every day. I've got red light therapy. It feeds the cells of my body. Mm -hmm. I have an infrared sauna that I'm getting in. It detoxes the cells and organs of my body. Sweats. It, it's so amazing. So infrared sauna, red light therapy. I also do UVB light therapy. So where I'm from, vitamin D is I mean, you're, you have a pretty good chance of being deficient in vitamin D. Now I try to get outside every single day, but it just doesn't happen. Right. Where are you from? Indiana. Okay. So most people are going to be a little deficient. Now you can do vitamin D drops. I, I always recommend drops rather than the pills, but I actually have like a UVB light structure in my house that even just here, like if I was on a podcast or working on my computer, I just flip on next to me. And it helps my body synthesize vitamin D. That's like a major beneficial hack. Uh, so I love doing that. Another thing that I love to do is switch my shower on really, really cold. It helps like uh, with your mitochondria cells, the energy cells of your body. And that's something that can help with your weight loss that you're talking about as well. You can do above and beyond and do a cold plunge. Uh, one of my friends has a cold plunge at his house that he just dips into every day. I don't have one of those, but that is helpful. Um, but these are some of my favorite biohacking types of tools that I put, expose my body to, to make it function more fully. And what about like supplements? What would you say are like, these are like the supplements that are just really take me to the next level. So here's the next level thing for you, like a truth bomb. I supplement my body based on what it needs and I know what it needs based on testing. So I'm never looking and being like, oh, hey, this supplement says it does this. Cool, I'm going to take it. I'm actually looking at my exact lab data and knowing what things I need to like fine tune a little bit, what I need a little more of, what I need a little less of so that I can take the op optimal, perfect uh, blend for myself. Mm. That's awesome. Can you share with us what you take? So right this moment, I actually just had a child and I'm breastfeeding. So right now I'm just taking a pre prenatal. And then when, so after I'm finished breastfeeding, this is kind of like my jumbo. I've, I've had two children. I have a two-year-old and I have a four-month-old. So when I'm finished breastfeeding, the body's going to be going through a bunch of different stuff. And that's when I will get my retesting labs. I'll be able to take supplements again because I don't, I don't mess around with a lot of supplements when I am uh, breastfeeding, when I am pregnant. I just take a great quality prenatal, probiotic, um, vitamin B, but that's what I'm on right now is just like the post-pregnancy type of regimen. Awesome. I agree. For me, the infrared sauna is like a game changer. I really try to go in several times a week into that infrared sauna. But if you go to my website and you go to Chantel Rayway and click on things I love, there's a few things on there. But for me, there's some supplements that I love. Like I'm low in iron. The one thing that I have to, I take like a grass fed organ complex and it, it has, 
it's literally made from, I know this sounds disgusting, but it's made from like liver and, you know, it's dried at like high temperatures, but because I'm low in, in, in iron, that really is a game changer for me. Um, and then I also have, um, a vitamin C on there that is really, really good. Like I can't, you know, it has things like, you know, amla berry, camu camu berry, you know, uh, unripe cherry, like literally like all it is, is just superfoods and it's real food. Um, you know, I hear all these people all the time that are taking vitamin C that's like, it's just, I can't even believe the, like the ingredients in it and you're going to feel terrible when you take it. But the one that I have on my website is a hundred percent all natural straight made from food. And so those are a couple more things that I love as well. Ooh, I love that. And that it's made from real food because then like camu camu, like that stuff buried and diverse, right? Like we were talking about earlier, that stuff you probably aren't going to be picking up at the grocery store. So you can yes. still get that diversity through the supplementation, which is fantastic. Well, I want to have you talk just a minute more about the test because I love what you said. It, it was funny. We've had a couple questions. I'm going to, I'm going to ask it. Uh, you know, on our next podcast, I can tell you what the gist of it. I don't have the question in front of me right now, but really like the girl had uh, several times we've had different people say, you know, you get all these different guests on the show and this one says, take this supplement. And this one says, take this. And this one takes this. And by the time you know it, you're taking 45 supplements and you're like, this is insanity, right? Cause this one's like the best supplement on the market is this. And so you're just loading yeah. up with this, 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 and this. And so I love the fact that you're saying, look, instead of just randomly taking this, let's take some tests and figure out what do you actually need? Talk about those tests that you do and are they blood tests and do you meet with people all over just on Skype or how does that work? Yeah, so I meet with my clients all over the world and what happens, and I do it uh, via like Zoom, Skype type of thing. So what happens is we send you a box, just like an Amazon package, it comes to your front door. You just take that box to your local laboratory or we can have a phlebotomist come to your home and their blood draws. Wow, so, you guys can get people to come to your home to do that? Yep. No yeah. way. So yeah. that's what I need to do. Why am I still, oh my gosh, listen, I am totally one of those people like, so like I get my nails done at my house. Oh. I, I have a facial done at my house. I get a massage at the house. Like I don't like to, I'm so busy because you know what I mean? I've got like a million things going on. So for me, when I'm at home, I want to stay there. So that is the best news ever. So that oh, yeah. you literally get people to come to your house and draw the blood. Absolutely. Yeah. And how much extra is that? It's uh, honestly, well, it's included with working with us. Um, we just offer that type of elite type of experience. Um, but if you were just doing it on your own, it's not, I mean, maybe $89 or something, not terrible. And they come to your house, they draw the blood, they package it all up for you. They ship it off for you. It's, it's pretty seamless. Wow. And so talk about some of the tests. So if, if yeah. I came to you and I said, look, cause we're getting a lot of questions here about people who are tired I would say the, the number one thing we're seeing over and over is I'm so tired. I don't have the energy. I'm constantly constipated. Um, you know, those kind of things. So if someone came to you and said, this is what it is, what would you, what are some of the tests that you'd run for them? We need a comprehensive evaluation. 
I do not believe in like giving recommendations until I know the hard truth of what's going on in your body. Cause I don't, I can't see through your body to know all your pathways. Sure. And what's going on. So we get, first of all, a food intolerance test. So that's a blood draw test for 405 foods. So out of 405 foods, you know exactly black and white what your body does inflame to and what it doesn't inflame to. So you know what to fuel your body with. Cause if that, if the food stuff is on point, that, that helps a lot, right? But we don't know, like some people have, like I said earlier, reacted to celery. Some people have reacted to lemon, avocado, lettuce. I mean, it can be healthy foods. So once we know what those foods are that your body reacts to, we can take them out. So let's talk about that for a second, because we've had several people who've said, um, and I could testify this for myself as well, that they've said, you know, when I've taken a food intolerance test, let's say I take it in January. Mm -hmm. In January, it says I'm allergic to lettuce, almonds, eggs, and peanuts. Let's just pretend, right? Yeah. And then six months later, I take it again. I'm not allergic to any of those. Now I'm allergic to these different ones. And so the question is really how accurate are these tests that, you know, three months later, someone's taking another one, or what if they, you know, that would be a great test. That's what I'd love to do. I'd love to do an experiment where I literally did a food intolerance test on Monday and then did another one on Friday and see, are they coming back with the same things? That would be a good, like inside reporter thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. And, and that's a really, really good fact is that they are not all accurate. So there's only one that I trust on the market that I use. It's definitely the most expensive, but for me, I just want, I just want the accurate results. Um, it also, the way that they test, it tests for all four sensitive, hypersensitivity pathways rather than most of them on the market test for just the first phase. So it's really more detailed in getting those accurate results. But here's the, 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 the biggest thing that I want you to take away is that people, when they get food intolerance testing done, usually they're like, okay, cool. I got these foods out. I go on this diet, I'm going to go wrong. Like when you take the foods out, that's just the very, like very first part of the story. During that time that you have the foods out with my clients, it's six months. We keep it out for six months. And during those six months, we have to rebalance and heal the body, right? If you never healed up that gut lining or got rid of those toxins or parasites, and you're still putting in the things that are making you sick, then when you retest or when you introduce those foods again, of course, it's still going to inflame your body. Of course, you're still going to be tired or headaches or bloating or whatever it is for you. Mm -hmm. So like getting the testing done or even following in an elimination diet or autoimmune paleo or whatever it is, that's only the very first part of the story. You have to then heal the damage that has been done. So those intolerances do not come back. Got it. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Please tell us where can listeners find more about you and your practice? Well, my name is Maggie Berghoff, as you said, and everything across everything is Maggie Berghoff. So if you want to join in the conversation on Instagram, I'm very active there at Maggie Berghoff. And you can say, hey, I'm super social. And then if you want to see my website, it's just MaggieBerghoff.com. And you can send me a contact request or anything over there. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. And if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at chantelrayway.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.